We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friend at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. (laughs) Welcome back. Hour number two is the uh, text line scrolls away. Uh-huh. Vince, we need to light a fire under both parties to energy independence. Drill, baby, drill rings truer than ever. Yeah. How much time do you think people in these other countries, your bleeding heart is crying over spin, holding vigils, collecting donations, and glued to the TV over what's happening here in the United States with our southern border, or the crime family that is running our government? Seriously? Really? So now we're going to compare ourselves to other countries. See, I remember this person saying, uh, to whom much is giving, given, much is, much is required. See, I think our capacity to give and to love should be greater. I don't expect much from people. I think it's some of the random people who've reached out to me. Like this young man in Nigeria who's reached out to me. Those conditions are horrible. Having trouble finding a job. Found a job the other day working $4. $4 to build a fence for some guy. For an entire day. How many of you are willing to do something like that? Do you think they have the capacity? (laughs) To be able to address or think about anything going on at our southern border. See, and then and I just want to get real with you for a moment. These are our problems that we have created for ourselves by the morons we've elected over and over again who still have not done anything about our southern border. I I understand what you're saying. I know you're frustrated. I don't think we should close our eyes or our hearts to other people just because we have problems. And we have this texture. <laughs> the other answer is to put Trump back in office, whether you like it or not. You still are one of the fools that will spend time bashing a president. That this country is sailing along wonderfully. That's extremely shallow, biased, and borderline racist. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> that is choice. See, and I, I'm just going to tell you, let me call you out. You're one of the reasons why Donald Trump is not still in office. I run into these people all the time. Just last night, talk with a person. 
an acquaintance, I think is the best way to describe this person, don't know very well, run into several times, I thought this person was going to move to New York, back to New York, because that's where he's from. It's like, you're still here. It's like, you kidding? I'm not going to go back to that crime-infested city now. And I made a passing comment. That's what you get when you... (laughs) Where you try to put social workers where police belong. Well, I still wouldn't vote for that other party. (laughs) It's just, I thought to myself, this is sad. Isn't it amazing? There's no self-awareness at all. None. But the point that I'm making to you is, these are the people, because one of the first things out of his mouth was about Trump supporters. And I know this is going to rub some of you the wrong way. The way some of you have engaged is one of the major reasons why a lot of people don't like him. See, it's, it's, it's kind of like Christianity. Christianity is either appealing because of Christians or it's a turnoff because of Christians. You see what I'm saying? Our character and how we engage and relate and treat people, it speaks to who we are, what we believe, and what we support. And so if we come across as very... Um, Uh, let's just say, very hostile, angry, just all-around ugly people, I wouldn't want any part of that either. I don't know how many times, I don't know how many times I have to say it, that the policies, most of the policies that have been carried out during the Trump administration were very productive. And put this country on a very good course. In fact, I'm going to be reading a book very soon about how blacks and other minorities did significantly much better under the Trump administration. These are facts. They are indisputable facts. But at the end of the day, if the character and the personality of somebody transcends that person's accomplishments, you've got a problem. And there's only one freaking person who can fix that, and that is that person. And I can say this a million times, but there are many of you who just will not get this. Yeah, people got to get across their emotions. You know, it gets sickening to listen to it over and over again. Keep making the argument over and over again. It's not going to get you anywhere. The only thing that's going to change for the better is if that person decides to change his character. Then you've got something to work with. In fact, I want to go right into this. Because this story just absolutely drives me up the wall. Bill Barr. He... (laughs) of course it's taken a lot of heat because he made it very clear he doesn't believe there was any anything that was involved in the election that changed the election against Trump 
in terms of any illegal activity. So I want you to hear this clip. In fact, I'm going to have to wait till after the break. We're going to talk about this. William Barr hitting back at Trump after the president criticized him. Now, I want you to think about how small a person this is. And I'm just I'm just being very blunt about this. I don't have time. Now, I'm younger than Donald Trump, but I do not have time at this season of my life or any other to sit around and and write a three page letter. Criticizing someone and trashing someone and defending myself. I will not do it. Not going to do it. It's a waste of energy. I desire to live for something much grander than that. But this is the kind of pettiness. And I'll be honest with you right now, because we're in the pre-primary process for 2024. I don't want this in 2024. I just don't. Stay with us. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. I promise we will get to the energy story and Kamala Harris a little bit later on, but I want to jump right into this. I'm jumping right into the lion's den, I know. (laughs) So Business Insider has this story, hitting back at this letter that was sent to NBC News. Former Attorney General William Barr hitting back at Trump after the former president criticized him. Trump called Barr slow and a big disappointment in a recent letter to NBC News' Lester Holt. Trump immediately throws a tantrum, according to Barr. You're going to hear the audio from him in a moment. So Trump blasted Barr in this letter. This was ahead of Barr's new book, One Darn Thing After Another, Memoirs of an Attorney General. This three-page letter was first obtained by Axios. Trump repeatedly insulted Barr over issues he handled as Attorney General, including his dismissal of Trump's 
baseless claims of widespread voter fraud in the 2020 election. Bill Barr was a big disappointment to me as attorney general. He was afraid to act and usually didn't. (laughs) So I want you to hear this is Bill Barr's response to uh, what was said. Here's the exchange as it took place in the interview. The Today host is Savannah Guthrie, and you can hear her uh, kind of laying out what was communicated in that letter. Listen up. Well, uh, I'll start with this. We got a three-page single-space letter from (laughs) President Trump about your book. This was in response to questions that NBC posed. I can't read the whole thing, but it's mostly personal insults. He called you slow and lethargic. He said you were so lazy and cowardly, he just never quite understood what was going on. He didn't want to stand up to the radical left Democrats because he thought the repercussions to him personally in the form of impeachment would be too severe. In other words, Bill Barr was a coward. All right, here's the guy you came out of private life to help someone you stuck your neck out for. Do you have any reaction to that? It's it's par for the course. I mean, uh, the president is a man who, when he's told something he doesn't want to hear, he immediately throws a tantrum and attacks the person personally. So I, I thought the letter was, was uh, uh, childish. It's pretty simple, isn't it? It's childish. <laughs> I have a good friend who uses that word all the time. Childish. You know, and it's fun when you're talking about play between friends, when you're talking about children, when you're talking about the leader of the free world. You know, I ain't got time for that. I really don't. (laughs) And if you're taking this position and you're going to throw Bill Barr under the bus and say he's all these horrible things because he dared to say something about Trump, if that's where you are, and I'm on your blacklist for that reason, so be it. If you're one of those people who wants to live in a world defined by Donald Trump, you're going you're to let him define the people, the circumstances, everything, based on his very warped perspective. If that's you, then you go ahead and do you. Enjoy that. I'm not interested. And I'm not interested in an act two. I'm really not. I've said this before. I will communicate this again. I am very eager to see some viable, conservative, liberty candidates in 2024. If Donald Trump has some sort of personality transplant, if he experiences some sort of change of heart, where he actually manifests one toward anybody other than himself, I'll be interested. But I, for one, am very glad to hear Bill Barr. And again, this is not an endorsement of Bill Barr and who he is and what he's done. It, it, it only says what I just said. I'm glad this man had the courage to just say, you know what, this is just childish, and dismiss it for the rubbish that it is. That's what it is, folks. It's time for adults. You know... The American Idol presidency ran its course. The Celebrity Apprentice presidency ran its course. Now, if the same person, as I said, wants to come back and offer his services again, I would be more than happy to see him as president again with a different character. 
I don't want to see the same dog and pony show again. I just don't. I'm sick of it. I was sick of it, really, at the beginning. But I held my nose, dealt with it, voted for the guy again. For lest anybody, because I still see people, that's what you get for voting for Biden. But I'll say again, I wish I could say this with a megaphone. But I don't think it would do any good. The only person who can help his candidacy is Donald Trump. Only person. No amount of propping him up by other people, by surrogates, and kissing his rear end 24-7 like some cable news networks and some talk show hosts do. No amount of that is going to help to lift him back to the presidency. It's not going to work. I just want that understood. (laughs) And by the way, my friend who likes to say childish has just texted me saying I caught that shout out. I'm glad you enjoyed that. Childish. Childish. (laughs) Let's talk about Kamala Harris. I mean, think about, and, and, and this goes to the heart of what I was saying before about seriousness. Think of the, think of the gravity of what we're dealing with now. You got war. You've got private citizens who are setting out to rescue preemies in Ukraine. And then you have Kamala Harris paraded out to promote some $1.5 billion plan to blow your tax dollars to to develop electric buses for cities across the country. Isn't that wonderful? I want you to hear this again. I mean, this just creeps me out. Here's Kamala Harris and her um, news conference where she's introducing this plan to electrify U.S. buses. Imagine a future. The freight trucks that deliver bread and milk to our grocery store shelves and the buses that take children to school and and parents to work. Imagine all the heavy-duty vehicles that keep our supply lines strong and allow our economy to grow. Imagine that they produced zero emissions. Well, you all imagined it. That's why we're here today. (laughs) Because we have the ability to see what can be, unburdened by what has been, and then to make the possible actually happen. Wow. Oh, my gosh. My mind is blown. I got a friend who's a teacher I, I mentioned to you who is listening to this broadcast right now. And... I doubt, seriously, that he would ever talk to the kids in his classroom like this. Or my friend in Cabarrus County, that she would ever talk to her students and sound anything remotely like this. What is wrong with this picture, ladies and gentlemen? These folks are just profoundly unserious. My goodness, God help us. But this is what we've got to work with, ladies and gentlemen. Be blessed. (laughs) Stay with us. Back on the Vince Coakley radio program. My goodness. 
I've often described this text line as a wasteland. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I have to agree with the administration on electric bus and other vehicles. If more vehicles are not relying on oil, the demand on the supply goes down. Yes, I know other products use oil to be produced. Not everyone will want an EV, their choice. But with the overall demand down, prices stay low. Okay. This person. You are, and the likes of you, with your peanut attitude about Trump, are the reason. We, the USA, and other nations i.e. Ukraine, are in dire trouble. No wonder 2020 election was stolen so easily. Cowards, all of you, okay, show me what a bold, brave American you are. Go out and fight for America. Show me what you got. Show it. Show me. What are you going to do? What does that look like exactly? I'm just curious. I would love to see what fighting looks like. Because what I've seen, for the most part, is not anything I really want to be a part of. I have seen the ugliest of human nature the last few years. I really have. All within the the political sphere. And it isn't just from Democrats anymore. I know I'm not supposed to say that, am I? But it's true. Just thought I would put that out there. Let us go out to a call from Max, who is calling from here in Charlotte. Good morning, Max. Max, are you there? Are you still awake and alive? Does he need a jolt through his phone? Apparently, Max is no longer there. But feel free to call back if somehow there was some problem on the line. Before I go into this next story... I want to be very clear about my position on what I'm about ready to discuss. I I think I've said this really ad nauseum that I have no ill will toward anybody. But it saddens me. I continue to be sad that what we have in this country now is an attitude of racial hostility. That's being cultivated by, I believe, in many cases, well-meaning people. I'm not talking about the founders of BLM or anything like that. Because I think we have an understanding of who these people are and what they are about. In many cases, it's profit and power. But I am referring to just so many people who sincerely believe... They've got to embrace their white privilege, and they've got to further do some more navel-gazing and do some more patronizing of poor black people like me and talk about slavery and Jim Crow and I don't know. I don't know what these folks. I've gotten to the point I'd lose track of what nonsense they're promoting today. We've got a conference this week at the Charlotte Convention Center, the White Privilege Conference. Charlotte Observer reporting on this. On the heels of a major turning point in Charlotte's history of racial equity. The biggest investment in the city's history 
toward racial equity, allegedly $250 million between corporate contributions and taxpayer programs, officially launched in November as the mayor's equity initiative. And a local group comprised of faith leaders and justice organizations called the Coalition for Truth and Reconciliation, renewed focus on systemic racism, releasing a comprehensive report detailing 154 years of discrimination and black oppression in Mecklenburg County. Conference founder Eddie Moore says the timing of this week's conference is serendipitous. There's a reason this is happening in Charlotte, North Carolina. There are good folks here and good, really good work happening here. This year's White Privilege Conference will be centered around faith. We understand this is not a conversation everybody's going to run to. We understand it can be a difficult conversation, but it's a courageous conversation. According to Reverend John Cleghorn of Caldwell Presbyterian Church, we're not asking anybody to walk out singing this gospel necessarily. We think it's time to have this conversation. Cleghorn is the poster child for white privilege. He's well aware of it. Grew up with money. He's educated and afforded lots of social capital through his lifetime. Through his lifetime. That's why Cleghorn invested in his in this work 14 years ago when he joined the ministry for himself, his church, and his community. He says, my God calling me to this particular context was to dive in and do the hard work to be the pastor the congregation deserves. That is one who sees his blind spots and is constantly growing. It's been very much a part of my journey. Saying it's important to remember the conversation about white privilege is not about personal guilt or shame. We may feel these aren't definitions of us. You've been a part of the privilege inadvertently. We have to educate ourselves and clear our vision and then do something about it. By the way, almost 90% of Presbyterians in the U.S. are white. According to research by Pew, Cleghorn suspects the majority is true of Charlotte's. 90-plus Presbyterian houses of faith. The church, past and present, is an institution, isn't immune to racism, particularly during the Jim Crow years. Some churches use the scriptures to defend the construction of white supremacy. The Bible speaks to justice from cover to cover, especially for those who are marginalized, those who are oppressed. This is central to our faith. So... Interesting conversation underway in Charlotte on this issue. Perhaps we will uh, advance that conversation in some way. Stay with us. (laughs) Over on the text line, this texture is saying, Vince, I love hearing about white privilege at my $40,000 a year job. (laughs) Mm-hmm. And then we have a really nice person here. Vince, you try hard. You're an imbecile, but keep trying. <laughs> this is this is hilarious. It really is. I I sometimes I just wonder what in the world have people been drinking so early? I boy, it just absolutely blows my mind. Let's see. Hmm. I'm wondering what this is. What video is this person making reference to? We'll have to check this out and see. 
Any case, it is time for us to take a look at the day in history. Our upstate studio occupant, Mr. Wrightso, Lonzo, joining us. Hey, how you doing, man? I uh, just want to say that last text or what they meant to say is, Vince, bless your heart. <laughs> That's a classic. Oh, my goodness. Some days I really have to wonder, Mr. Reitzel. Some days. Some days? So you have days that you don't wonder? <laughs> you raise a good point there. I have been corrected. We have a total of nine questions on this day in history list. Beginning in 1958, Albert Potts of Philadelphia got a patent for this. It's something that's probably at the end of your driveway. It's mounted on a pole, and there's a lot of stuff that's put in there that a lot of times you probably don't want, like bills, other things. Thank you for the hints uh, that it's a mailbox. Yeah, the street mailbox. A patent for it, granted in 1958. Did he get paid for every mailbox that was put up? You know, that's a very good question. I would love to know how much he has actually uh, profited out of this. Yeah, does that go down from fam- I mean, through through the history of your family? Because they're pretty rich right now. So I would have to think there'd be some wealth to be derived Everybody from got that. A mailbox. You got that right. 1959, the year later... We have the most famous doll ever introduced. What is her name? Barbie. Barbie is correct. 1964. This question uh, definitely in your wheelhouse. No pun intended. The first car of this type rolled off the assembly line. Muscle car was the big hint. Uh, Camaro? Oh, I can't believe you didn't know this one. Mr. Muscle Car. It's the first Ford Mustang rolled off the assembly line. You said my wheelhouse, so I thought that was... thought I was referring to your car in particular. Yes, I did. Yeah. How is that car performing, by the way? Still having a good time? Still doing quite well. Still fast. Glad to hear that. Not that I, you know, at least the speedometer says it's fast. I don't (laughs) push it. Yes, and the important thing is the police never saw you do anything. 1977... A revised Bart Simpson line there. 1977, Canada banned this. This was thought to be a great sugar substitute, but Canada banned it because of a possible carcinogen. Um, Saccharin? Saccharin is correct. You remember those days back in the 70s. Big lawsuit. This was uh, definitely something that changed the culture of... Sports coverage for female reporters. This lawsuit forced access for female reporters into this area. What is it? The locker room. The locker rooms. It doesn't make any sense, but okay. There you go. You want to go in there that bad? Go ahead. Here, take a look. Exactly. Very sexist to me, isn't it? 1986. Everybody remembers this tragedy. We watched this crew compartment actually um, fall from the sky on this day 1986 Navy divers recovered the crew compartment and the remains on the inside of astronauts space shuttle it was from the space shuttle Challenger 1996 this was another one of those folks who lived forever it seemed like 
1996, this comedian finally died at the age of 100. He made it to 100. I remember all the memes about this guy before um, internet. Um, go with Do you need a hint? George Burns. George Burns is the man. Lived to be a hundred years old. I couldn't remember old. how long Bob Hope lives. So it was one of the two. 2020, oil prices fall. Boy, it would be great to experience this again. They fell almost 30% as these countries got into a price war. I'll give you points for one. All you have to do is just guess one of them. Libya. Oh, no. Russia and Saudi Arabia okay. got into the price war. And then Sorry, 2020. You, just, you said oil prices, and I just filled up today. and it just uh, good, uh, Boy, I'll bet that was a lot of fun in that oh, muscle car, wasn't it? Like, okay, it just keeps going. It just <laughs> keeps going. Oh, boy. And speaking of uh, bad memories, going back to this day in 2020, this country... Quarantined the entire country to try to stop the coronavirus from spreading. They really had difficulty at the very beginning. Lots of stories out of this country at the very beginning. Uh, Great Britain. Actually, it was Italy. Ah. Italy quarantined the entire country. I remember those stories, and boy, that was quite tragic. I don't think we even have time to go into dessert. We'll save that perhaps for tomorrow. But we do thank you for joining us on the broadcast today. And have yourselves a great day. Be safe out there. God bless you. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.